but this time I like to present unto you. Not only that I hear the old here in the other world. Come on, church, let's greet evangelist weirdly with a hearty amen. Children. Hallelujah, God. 
We thank you today, God, thank for you. all that you're doing, God. You're moving beyond our knowledge today, God. <laughs> because you're behind the scene, God. Yeah. You already worked it out, but we got to walk it out Amen. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And we give you glory today. We give you honor today. Because you said none of your children will be put to shame. Yeah. We thank you today, God. Gird up our mind to go through, God. Gird up our mind to go through in the name of Jesus. Prepare our hearts, oh God, for the suffering for the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, we defy, oh God, in the name of Jesus, the kingdom of darkness today. It has nothing to offer those who came to know the light. Oh God, break up the folly ground today, God. Condition us, oh God, to stand on your word. And find that your word is sustaining, God. It's a keeper today, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Holy Ghost who abides on the inside, who leads and guides us into all known truth, oh God. We thank you today. In the name of Jesus. Move today, God. Move. Move by your power. Somebody needs to know that you're real, that you haven't forgotten them today, God. All that they're suffering today, God, they need to know that you yet speak and the word that you speak will be performed uh, for your glory for your glory in Jesus name we pray and praise you hallelujah let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight oh lord my strength and my redeemer in Jesus name amen you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. The dangers and backsliding. Mm -hmm. We've all been there where we are growing in our faith and everything is going great. You can't stop praising God for all this goodness. You tell everyone you meet just how blessed you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing will ever separate you. You heard that? Nothing's going to separate me from the love of God. Oh, yes. You're going after him with all your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. And then. Something unjustifiable, unexplainable has happened to you. You don't know what happened it happened, or even why this could have ever happened to you, but it happened. Mm -hmm. hmm. This very thing that happened, it caused you to reevaluate your walk and your relationship with God. Oh, yes. And to question whether or not your life is worth living or even going on in God. Uh -huh. Y'all better pray for me today. Hallelujah. Because what took place in your life cannot be explained. And when something cannot be explained, it leaves you confounded. Yes, it does. Angry and confused. And all you know is that it happened. And it happened to you. And as a result, you draw back. Mm. Amen. You stop praying. 
can't hear God. Mm-hmm. Reading his word becomes irrelevant. Mm. God knows you don't know how to believe anymore. Mm. Because what took place happened and it happened to you. Hallelujah. Then you have a spiritual relapse. Mm. And that causes you to backslide. Mm. Going back into sin. Back into the world. Trying to fit in where you were called out from. Oh, come Amen. on, come on. Amen. There are many precarious and risky events that occur from backsliding. Mm-hmm. That comes to you. It happens to you when you abandon your faith. Mm-hmm. The faith you love and towards God and the ones you held, the one you held so dear to you. Remember that? Oh, I just trust God. I believe him. I don't care what happens. Oh, God, I believe. But that thing happened. You never thought you would be there. You never imagined in your mind that you would have to sit in that place. Never thought you would be back there. Of all places, God, not here. Of all things, God, not this. God, of all things that can happen in a life, why that? Hmm. Now you are cold and sensitive to God. And anyone else who represents him or who are in need of him. Because you don't know if he really works anymore. Because that happened. Christian, believer, whomever you identify yourself to be. If you backslide and do not repent, you will end up in hellfire. Mm, In the end, that's where you're going to wake up in hellfire. What's hellfire? Hellfire is the eternal fire of hell Mm -hmm. that tortures sinners Forever and ever without ceasing or stopping, pausing, yielding. Mm -hmm. It's continually burning. Mm -hmm. Never ever to stop. Mm -hmm. You don't get a hundred million years in it. You get an everlasting life in it. So there are ten major dangers of backsliding that will remind you as to why backsliding is and has always been a bad idea in the final analysis. What are the dangers of backsliding? Number one, it might lead you into apostasy. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 3 and 12 NIV, See, see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Mm -hmm. A sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Mm -hmm. A sinful, unbelieving heart. So if you want to know if unbelieving is wrong, the Bible describes it as sinful. Mm -hmm. When you don't believe God, 
It's a sin. You can't read. You can't come to church. You can't follow instructions. Why? Because you don't believe. Come on, preacher. So going into apostasy where you are no longer responsive to the Holy Spirit's call and completely no longer care about the things of God. This is among the greatest dangers of backsliding. And apostasy is the formal disaffiliation from something or an abandonment of or renunciation of a religion by a person. Mm -hmm. It can also be defined within the broader context of embracing an opinion, embracing an opinion that is contrary to one's previous religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. You hear people say, I I used to be a Christian, now I'm a Muslim. I used to be a Christian, now I'm a Jehovah Witness. I used to be a Christian, but now I'm a I used to believe, but now I. Mm. So they don't change their belief mm -hmm. because that happened. Mm -hmm. One who undertakes apostasy is known as an apost apostate. Excuse me, is simply a person who refuses to continue to follow. Mm -hmm. When you are in an apostate state. You just simply refuse to continue to follow. Come on, preacher. Come on. Obey or recognize their faith in God. Mm -hmm. And when you reach this stage, you might reach a point of no return. Mm -hmm. Which is why every believer in Christ Jesus should not have or possess a sinful, unbelieving heart. Because that causes them to turn away from the Lord. You're going to go through. I, I got to promise you that because Jesus promised you. Amen. He promised you suffering. Mm -hmm. Promised that you were going to go. Yes. You thought you was coming into this thing. Peace. He said, my peace I leave un unto you, but not as the peace of the world. See, the world is looking for peace out here. There's no peace out here. Mm -hmm. The peace he imparted was on the in, is on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. When he came in, he came in with peace. Mm -hmm. He came to go to war. Mm -hmm. To settle some issues. To bring you to a place of settlement. But because you, when you accepted him, you accepted just the war and you never accepted his peace. So now the war is raging on the inside and war, you're warring on the outside. James talks about that war. We should not be entangled with the warfare of this world. But yet we are involved in any and everything but God. The second thing you will do, you will have loss of joy and peace. I promise you that. You start backsliding, you're going to lose your joy and your peace. Mm. John 14 and 27. I'm doing NIV King James. I'm flipping flopping them, but I, I just need to get my point across. Amen. John 14, 27, NIV. Peace I leave with you. What did he say? Peace I 
given us his peace. He said, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm, you won't have trouble. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You, 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 you're going to have trouble. But don't you start worrying about what's taking place because I've already given you the victory over it. You just got to see what the enemy looks like when he's fighting you. John 15, the 11 King James. These things have I spoken unto you that your joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Oh, you got joy, but you got to fill it up. You got to get happy in Jesus. You got to start praising him. When everything looks crazy, you got to start worshiping him because if you don't worship him, then you'll stop worshiping him. You become a thing of the past. Or something you do every now and then. Yeah, I go to church. At, yeah, I, I feel the need to go today. I got so much on my plate. I, I got everything. You got to watch your excuses the enemy sets before you so you can indulge in, so you can miss the fellowship of Jesus. Come on, come on. You used to pray, but you don't even know what that is until trouble comes. God wants us to relate to him every day. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us to have an in and out relationship. Mm -hmm. This is not in and out pizza. Amen. Amen. So losing the joy and peace that only our Savior, Jesus Christ, can give, not as the world, mm -hmm. not as the world gives, that truly satisfies a human soul. Is also among the dangers of backsliding. If you don't keep that joy stirred up, I promise you're gonna walk out that left door. Amen. Just to find out it doesn't have a floor. Yeah. Mm. Nothing to lean on. Disaster, disaster. As they say, you're going down. If you backslide or turn away from the Lord Jesus Christ and go back into sin, you will feel great sorrow, I promise you that, mm. guilt and shame because of the sins you have committed. Oh, my, my. oh you can't, can't do nothing but do wrong when you leave God. Amen. Hebrews, 4, Hebrews 6, 4 through 6 in the NIV, he said, it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened. You, 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 you. You were a teacher of this. Mm. Wow. You felt the power of God. Come on, come on. You indulged in his presence. And you know what it's like to be in the presence of God. But because that happened, now you draw back. He said to be enlightened. You were enlightened. Who have tasted of the heavenly gift. Who have shared in the Holy Spirit. You shared in the Holy Spirit. You knew that the Spirit of God was upon you. And you moving and speaking to you. You had an, a relationship with God. That was second to none. Mm -hmm. hmm. Who have tasted of the goodness of the word of God. 
and the powers of the coming age and, and who have fallen away. You, you, you fell away from it. Because you heard some ignorance. You heard somebody say, it don't take all of that. You ain't got to cry when you talk to God. The Bible, David said, this poor man cried and the Lord heard. You got to watch out for folk that's trying to establish your personal relationship with God. I don't feel nothing when I say God, but I feel everything when I say because I develop a relationship, not according to man, but according to God. Where he want to groom me. See, you got to remember, God's not grooming everybody the same way. That's right. Some people will never understand the spirit of God. They just be so full of the word and no joy. They tell, I'm happy because I'm explaining the word to you. But when you go home, you're a raving wolf. You busting people upside the head and throwing them down the steps and telling them to swing on a chandelier and see how long you hold up. Because they don't understand what joy and peace is. They haven't settled some issues. They've grown up in God and still unsettled. Because they have personal issues, things that happened to them when they were a child, instead of them giving it to God. See, when you present it with pain of your past, it's not for you to hold on to it. You got to cast that over to God. It's not from you for you to run from it. That thing you think you're running from, it will follow you into your adult life. The Bible said 12 years, this woman had an issue. How long have you had your issue? How long have you dealt with the things or still dealing with your past and it's no settlement? And how you know it's no settlement? Because when you start bumping into people that was in your past and hurt you, you curl up. You roll into a ball. You sit somewhere on the side. You go, mum's the word. You can't talk. Because you never addressed it. And I don't mean you have to address the person, but you got to ask God to heal you there. Take that pain away. Because you don't want to ride on pain, y'all. Because the moment you ride on it, you're going to cause pain for somebody else. Hurting people hurt people. Or you just see things from your perspective and it's not broad. God can't speak to you. Because of your pain that you choose to carry. Because he did say cast your cares upon the Lord because he cared for you. He did bear our sickness. It's a sickness. And you keep nurturing that sickness and you're getting sicker. Because you tell people, you make me sick. Wow. But you haven't dealt with your issue. So you sick. So you may even feel condemned by God. Which will make you realize that you have violated God's word. And then... And the joy that comes with salvation will no longer be in your life anymore. Mm -hmm. You asked it to leave when you left God. Mm -hmm. 
Job asked the question, what can the Almighty do for them that turn away from him? Mm -hmm. What can he do for you? He'll call you, but you can't answer. You have ears and can't hear. He'll show you things, but you can't see it. You'll have eyes and can't see. He'll pull at your heart, but you can't feel it because your heart is under construction. But it's not being reconstructed. Your conscience will bother you until you confess your sins and repent. The third thing is unanswered prayers. Psalm 66, 18, King James says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I hold sin mm -hmm. in my heart, when I go to talk to God and I know what I'm thinking about him mm -hmm. regarding to do after I conversate with God he said he can't hear you mm -hmm. I'm not talking about somebody that don't know God I'm talking about folk that know him mm -hmm. and decided to excommunicate him mm -hmm. once you start compromising you're going to kick him out oh my goodness if you come to know the truth and somebody go one day, you see, this is all that happens. You just have one low day. You have a real low day, a bad, bad day. Anything somebody say that you care about means everything to you because you feel like they're talking on your level. So now we have an agreement. You're just giving the enemy an opportunity to take what you have learned away from you and make it become disannulled or void. That's true. So true. We are told that God does not answer the prayers of sinners because he can't hear them mm -hmm. because sin has separated a backslider from God. Another great danger of backsliding is that your prayers won't be answered since when you backslide and you go back into sin, you become separated from God because of the sin that's in your life. Mm -hmm. You must remember that God only listened to the prayers of the righteous. Mm -hmm. First Peter 3 and 12, King James says, for the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His eyes are over you. So whatever you're going through, his eyes are over you. Oh, yeah. And his ears are open unto their prayers. Mm -hmm. But the face of the Lord is what? Against them that Come do on, talk evil. to me. Against them that do evil. So if you find yourself indulging in evilness, his face is against you. Meaning he doesn't see you. He cannot have, he does not have any regards for you because you are indulging in sin. You're doing evil. And this is because the righteous are not separated. That's why he can hear us. We're not separated from the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and have his presence in our lives. His presence is here. You may not always, you ain't gonna always feel God. That's not an opportunity to mess up either. He said his eye never come on see. I don't feel it. You didn't let me on my own. No. You want to see what you're going to do with your spare time. Oh, my goodness. The fourth thing is you will go deeper into sin. Mm. Then when lust has conceived, James 1, 15, King James, James 1, 15. Then when lust has conceived, mm -hmm. it brings forth sin. Mm. And when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. So when you backslide, there is no guarantee that you're coming back. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I got to get me together. You ain't get you together the first time when you came. Come on, come on. So true. Amen. You, you just line up. When you first when you first came, Amen. And, and look how the enemy will plague a mind and, and make them think. Now you really gotta get yourself together before you come back. Mm -hmm. Amen. It, no, they ain't taking that in there. You get you know, you gotta leave. You, but the stuff that you did and indulged in, you gotta bring that with you. But they tell you no, you got the you 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 can't go. They gonna talk about they they been talked about you. Amen. Mm -hmm. They talked about you before you got in your mother's womb. Amen. They they yeah they was talking about you. You just ain't know. <laughs> they was talking about you when you when you was in your mother's womb. You just didn't know who it was because you was in a dark place. Amen. They talked about you when you came out. You just didn't understand. But and now you here, they're still talking about you. Mm -hmm. Not just talking about you, but they're talking against you. Amen. They want you to fail. They want you to give up. On, they want on. you to walk out. They want you to leave God. Come on, come on, come on. They're excited when you struggle. Come on, come on, tell the truth. They get pleasure out of your pain. Come on. They got something to say as to why it happened yep. and it was supposed to happen to you. Yep. Yep. You know what it was that happened. Come on, come on. They tell you you set yourself up for it. Mm. Yeah. And you walk around with your head down. The devil is a liar. The whole thing is to pull you out of the presence of God. That's right. See, when you come to know God and you know him for yourself, nobody or nothing should be able to come between you and God. Amen. I'm, going, I'm going through everything. Welcome to the club. Hallelujah. It's called life. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello. It showed up. Yeah. You don't like it, but life showed up. It's shining. Yeah. Yeah. Kiara Shear said, what you going to do when your back's against the wall? What you gonna do? You better hang on. You better hang on. So each time you backslide and indulge in sin, it becomes easier to do it again. 
come around, pick up these cigarettes again. Mm. I'm gonna put them down. That weed smell good. Mm. I'm gonna do it just one time. So thirsty, what are you gonna do with the day? Mmm, that wine is good. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Dang, he fine. Mmm. Mm. Too young for this. Mm. 
They, they said to you that you got to get an experience in the world before you know what you're talking about. How about you won't be able to speak? You play with them demons. That's right. They'll shut you up and shut you down. And all along, he's grabbing his claws deeper into you and pulling you down. You're doing things you never thought you would do. You always vow that you wouldn't do this and I won't do that. But because you disregard the call of God, you're going to answer somebody's call. 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 4 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, King James, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Mm -hmm. Folk are leaving God like they have a better alternative. Mm -hmm. Well, God, you know my heart. Stop telling. <laughs> you shouldn't put your heart out there for auction. But not on the You done auctioned your heart off unto God. You know my heart. Ooh, all that stuff in there. Yeah, I know it. It's deceitfully wicked above all things. God knows that. So why are you presenting it as if this is the way you're supposed to live? Heart free. <laughs> you have to have a heart in God. You have to have a heart. What happened to your hunger? What happened to you couldn't close your eyes till you talked to God or you couldn't get up without reading and in his presence? What happened to your hunger? Oh, come on, come on. What changed your desire? You used to sit at the table in the morning with a cup of coffee and the Bible in front of you. Come on, come on. Now you done turned into nosy. Nosy. Brother. Sister. Explain to me what took place in your life. Yeah. Now you in everybody's business. Mm. Instead of your own. Instead of dealing with God and God dealing with you, you got any, many, mighty, mo and Jack and Henry and everybody and everything else. Because you find yourself drawn back from God because of that. Because that happened. He says, giving heed to seducing spirits. So when the spirits come unto you, they are seducing you, persuading you to become one of them. On. Get on my side. Leave God alone. They will never talk about your God because they know that will offend you. They will just offer you come stuff. On, come on, come on, come on, come on. Seducing you. Trickery. Getting the best of you because you became weak. Paul said, in my weakness, I became strong. When you become weak, that's when you're supposed to say to God, I can't do this, but I can do it with your help. Because I realize I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, when you disregard Christ, when you put him on the side and you turn to him every now and then, 
when you need him the most because you are in the wayward position, you won't be able to find him through all the stuff you put in front of him. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, he's there. He's still at the same spot waiting for you. But you know what you have to do? You got to cut down some stuff. Bless you so much. And don't tell yourself it's okay. I'm getting inexperienced. Mm. Who wants an experience without God? Mm. You had a life without him. You know what it is to be without him. And stop lying and say he don't want me. He don't want me no more. And why I'm going to do this. He wants me to go back. He doesn't want you to go back. He wants you to prevail. That's right. He wants you to endure. That's the word. He wants you to endure hardness as a good soldier, as unto Jesus Christ. You're not doing it for you. Get you out the picture. Come on, come on. You're doing it for the cause of Christ. Somebody else needs to know what it's like to stand, to endure, to go through, yes, to yes, be yes. able to tell somebody you can make it. Come on, come on. You have to live that life in front of somebody else. Hallelujah. Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So he got a story to tell you. Mm-hmm. He be talking about him and you think he talking about God. Because he made himself a God. Mm-hmm. Folk are bowing to him like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them what they want. But guess what? He going to kill them before they get out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> doctrines of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. You start pretending. You, go, you come to church. Oh, ain't the Lord good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so good. I said, what is wrong with the... You don't know your spirit is out of whack. Come on, come on. Everybody else sees it. Somebody else sees it. Mm-hmm. You proclaim you in the light and they see all that darkness. What in the world is wrong with? Mm-hmm. All because you heard the doctrines of devils. Come on, come on. You come in agreement with wrong. You're calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. Mm-hmm. Listen, homosexuality is not wrong. That's it. No, I'm, I'm, you're minding my business now. You're minding my business. Homosexuality is not wrong. Mm. In the kingdom of darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is wrong in the of God. Yes, it is. That's why the kingdom of this world fights the righteousness of this world in this world. And the reason why they fight it because they want to come in seducing. Come on, come on, come on. Preach good. Want people to agree with it. It's okay. It's not okay. He said. When it, it destroyed the world, when, when God destroyed the world with Noah time, with the flood, he did not take Adam and, and Steve in the boat. No, he did not. Bless you. He said, Noah, get two animals. And watch this. He says, I'm going to tell you which two out of the two to get. He said, when you get them, get a male and a female. Why? Because he said, at the end, I want you to fill the earth. He and he ain't never filled nothing. He borrowed 
And they're trying to confuse our children today to say that it's okay and justifiable. It is justified in the kingdom of darkness. But it will never be justified in the kingdom of righteousness. Say what you want and I'll pull it out. The problem is we are allowing the darkness to overtake the light. Come on, come on. We are agreeing with it. That's my friend. He's just a little short on something. No. Give him a moment and he's going to attack you with all that's in him because he's not of your kingdom. The Bible said, what fellowship does darkness have with light? No, it's not wrong. It's just not acceptable in the kingdom of God. That's why you got to come to the place of cleaning. You got you to soul search yourself that you don't have any hidden nooks and crannies in there. If you don't believe me, ask Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. Amen. He said, go run and don't look back. The only reason why we look back is because we are attached to something back there. And today, her body stands as a petrified pillar of salt. Mm -hmm. No rain can wash that down. (laughs) And I'm not saying it to be smart because the enemy doesn't care how he locks you up just as long as you are locked up. Whom the Son of Man has set free, you free indeed. Your mind is free, your body is free, your heart free, your spirit is free, your soul is free. But yet you tied up because you want to be connected to something that's got about to go down. Look at the world. It's telling you the UV ray lights are different. You can't look up at the sun. I had an experience of myself was it last year sitting on the couch and we have a, 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 a gold of blinds, vertical blinds. They, they, they sit and the light happened to come in and it affected my eye. And you know that the, the flitter of the, uh, when you can't get the Wi-Fi, the, the, the circle, it kept flashing in my eye for a couple of days. And I was like, Dad, why? There's no protection in the world. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. You used to feel conviction. Mm. Now you feel acceptance. Mm. Mm. You want everybody to accept you as you are. Yeah. And I've heard people testify. God got to accept me as I am. Mm-hmm. He did. But you got to change. Amen. That's right. You got to change. You got It's work and changing, y'all. It's, it's work. Mm-hmm. Any shift in your life is worth trying to work over it or work without it. You do the best you can, but you start working. But the problem is you you want to keep including your past and then you, you want to bring, come on, there's a little room over there for you. Come on, there's a little room. You'll be right. Don't let nobody see you. How are you going to be all right if you can't be seen? Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats and I don't eat pork. I 
He said, refuse him. It's nothing wrong with what God made. Everything he made is good. If you don't like it, you don't eat it. But you can't make an occult, a religion, excuse me, out of it. Over here we don't eat this. Oh, over here we don't. Oh, hey, oh no, we don't eat you. No. What you eat, you eat. What you like, you like. What you do, you do. But don't make other people feel bad because they do what you don't do or they don't do what you do. You like it, you like it. You like it, I love it. Whatever. Making, making reasons to cause people to be distant and separated from you, which God had created. He, he causing them to abstain from meats, which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Mm -hmm. No truth? No truth. Eat on. For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Some cultures you go to, they eat cow eyes. Mm -hmm. Some cultures that go to, they eat cow tongue. My daddy liked cow tongue. My mama didn't know how to fix it. My daddy got mad. Guess that's why he left. <laughs> But I'm saying it, 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 it's, 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 it was his culture, his upbringing. <laughs> but look at this. My mama liked chicken feet. <laughs> and still eat them today. I ain't say chicken legs. I said chicken feet. <laughs> and none of her kids ate that either. We didn't condemn them. We still don't. She liked chicken feet. <laughs> but you see the different cultures that came together to produce we don't eat cow tongues or chicken feet and she declares it's good we won't know but I'm just saying they, you can make that a religion you can call that to be a, a club cow tongue and chicken feet over here <laughs> but, but but what I'm saying is that you, you can't allow what you like to, to, to mess up with somebody else's life. <laughs> but that was their culture. Two different cultures came together and separated. <laughs> He won his tongue and she won the feet. And then you know what's so funny? Because I have a birthmark of chicken feet on my leg. And because my father went to the store and bought chicken leg, and my mama got upset about the chicken feet, and now I got chicken feet marking on my leg. It is. And why? Because I don't know why, but it reminds me of Jacob when he put the, the, the lambs in the before the uh, speckled uh, tree and, and they produce speckled children. I mean, speckled calves. <laughs> but but I, I got a speck on me. A fight. 
there was a fight between chicken leg and chicken feet. So I'm branded for the rest of my life for chicken feet. So I'm saying these things just to let you know that it doesn't matter what you eat or drink. Just eat and drink what you like. Give God thanks and eat it. Hebrews 10 and 26, King James. For if we willfully, if we sin willfully, if we willfully sin, if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. Uh -huh. See, it's not wrong, honestly, until you come to know the truth. When you start going back to what God told you not to or what he delivered you from, Paul said, oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Who tricked you to go back? Who told you about the law? He said, was it the law that was presented to you? No, you came under grace and mercy. We're not tied to the past, y'all. Hallelujah. The law was a curse. He redeemed us from the curse. You read that? Did you read that? He redeemed us from the curse of the law. There was limitations in the law. We needed the Holy Ghost. It was proven in the Old Testament that they could not live under the law. It was broken in every case. Even King David, who was anointed, broke the law, killed somebody. Oh, yeah. But we got him on the inside now. He's just not hovering around in the room and spinning over top over here. Ding, ding. He's just not over every priest and king and prophet. He's so he's in us. He said, I will no longer be outside of them, but I will walk in them. That's why sometimes you don't know what to do or where to go. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. He's going to take you where you need to go. You're going to do the right thing. Amen. The problem is you don't want to let go of the wrong thing. So there's a problem. And there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Because you want to do it. I'm grown. I don't like grown folk. I can do without them. Because grown folks will tell you, I'm three times seven plus. I do what I want to do. I'm, I'm responsible for me. You're not even responsible for your shoes being untied. Amen. <laughs> God wanted somebody that yield their will to him. They want to follow him. Your problem is you got that. I got Jesus. I'm on my way. I'll see you later. Where you going? I got things to do, people to see, and places to go. <laughs> Without God, oh, he coming with me. He taking a ride. <laughs> you think God trusts you driving him? <laughs> I don't think so. You need to get in the car and let Jesus drive. You need to sit down and let him take you on a train ride. <laughs> Put you in the plane and take you up, soar you across. You start being a pilot, you ain't go to school. Excuse me, I'm getting off. So, and and this willful sinning is what makes you have a search 
a fear, excuse me, this willful sinning is what causes you to have a seared conscience as where you are and you will no longer be sensitive to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Which is why sinning at this point will become comfortable. Mm. It's going to become comfortable for you feeling and guilt without, excuse me, without feeling any guilt or remorse. Shame or regret. Why? I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do what I want to do. The fifth one. You are prone to Satan's deceptions. You are a candidate to be deceived. When you start backsliding, you are a candidate to be deceived. 2 Corinthians 11, 13 to 15, King James. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Uh-huh. They're all out here. You're going to get somewhere, get under the law. Mm-hmm. Let the spirits lead you. Spirits. Spirits. Come on. You're a God yourself. You can do this. You've got the powers. Because there's more than one controlling spirit for each event that occurs in your life. Mm -hmm. They show up. Sometimes they (laughs) two-headed. But you can't see that. You you think they're two buddies with their arms around each other. (laughs) So you look down at the feet and it's just two. And they're going to take you in any direction they want to go. And most of the time, they do not work together unless they come together to deceive you. Once they get what they want, they fling you out there butt naked in the street. They strip you of you, your identity, your pride, your respect, who you are, who you were. They tell you none of that matters. You do what you want to do when you want to do it, and you don't have no respect for nobody because if they don't respect your choice, they don't respect you. Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel. In other words, don't get excited over that. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. If his workers can deceive you, what do you think he's going to do? It's alright to party. You can do it. It's not okay. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness. Folk will come up and start off flattering you. Oh, I can see the spirit of God all over you. The spirit of God. Yes, 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 yes. Look at the light, y'all. Look at the light bringing, bringing crowds to you. Hallelujah. Look at that. 
talking about God. Yes, you am. Yes, you am. They ain't even say yes, you are. They say yes, you am. You think they say yes, you am. You talking about thing about food, see your mind got to hang with it is. Yeah, I wish you had some biscuits with that. But this is how they come to deceive you. They push you up. They flatter you. They, they encourage you because you already think you're nothing. So once they turn it around and put the focus on you instead of God, they got you. Because yeah. so true. True. So true. the Lord sent me your way. Yes, he did now. Yes, he did. And then they offer you money. The Lord told me to bless you. I got to Shana ta ta pa 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 ti ta ta. Saying teapot? You got burnt with some water? And they offer it to you just to lure you in so you can be subject to call a mother instigator anytime. Because I'm going to always have a word for you. You can get a word from God for yourself. Come on, come on, come on. Because you're on the verge of leaving God anyway, so anything sounds good. Yep. Any ride to do if you don't know where you're going. <laughs> where you going, man? Truck barely making. I'm going downtown. Man, let me hop a ride with you. You don't get there, they don't get there, and the truck don't get there. But because you're going anywhere, uh -huh. you get out I'll walk the rest, and it's 44 miles. <laughs> <laughs> and you find somebody else. Man, I was looking all over. Well, you know you weren't. <laughs> you tired of walking, and they just happen to show up. Can you take me back uptown now? <laughs> you get in the car, they got something to offer you. Mm, so true. See, y'all don't understand. Satan is on every corner waiting for you. He got his homies waiting on you. And guess what? If they don't do the job right by seducing you and causing you confusion in your life and making it seem like it's God that's doing the wrong in your life, they just lost you and they're going to get a whooping. But you have to endure hardness as a good soldier. Whatever you are going through, God already designed for you to go through. And no shortcuts allowed. You cannot detour this, this route. You got to wait for your passing moment. That's why they say you got to mock time. You got to be like a soldier standing there. If they can't go forward, they still got to march, but they're marking time. The problem with the church, they want to keep running and calling it God. You run past your own healing, your own deliverance. Come on, come on, come on. You still in bondage trying to free folk. You're tied up and folk are trying to get free, but they can't get free because you're bound. The Bible says you stand in the way and you don't come in yourself, but you don't let nobody else enter in. You're hurting folk. 
and calling it God. <laughs> hurting them. Mm -hmm. You're hurting them, I'm sorry. And calling it God. Mm -hmm. You're knocking people down because they're not where you are. Mm -hmm. Now see, you, you gotta go, because I went through that. You went through that because you were rebellious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Go ahead, preacher. Yeah. You got bust upside the head because you sitting there fat mouth and minding somebody else's business. Tell the truth. Amen. Don't say the Lord knocked me out under the <laughs> No. No. <laughs> you in somebody else's business. And they got tired of your big head. <laughs> Mama said, knock him out. <laughs> so therefore, there's no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Wow. They deceived you. Now they're going to have a wake-up call in hell. When you backslide and fall from grace, you will also be prone to Satan's deceptions, who is roaring like a lion, seeking whom he may devour at any moment. He's just waiting for your weak moment. I just a little lamb, a little lamb, I'm straight away trying to find one. Repent! Folk have a problem saying, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. So well, if I offended you, <laughs> like, what? So if I said anything to hurt your feelings, mm -hmm. you don't remember what just came out your mouth? <laughs> see, 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 I, I, I was in the spirit. See, the Lord told me to say those things to you. You can't take corrective criticism. If they can't take it from you, you already know that by their body language speaks. Like, get away from me. Now, you make me, you're disgusting me. Because you don't realize the damage you've done prior to your approach to them because you said and did things to them and now you want them to respect you. So I'm, in the, I'm a big league man. I can lay my hands and I can order the power of God. The same power you have, they have. Amen. The same right to the kingdom of God, they have. But we fail to realize how, how dangerous it is, not just for backsliding, but for pushing folk to the backslide line. Because if I can't find peace in the house of God, then why am I here? You're here because peace was never in the house of God. It was always in God. Yeah. I get, I get, I just want people to love me. Well, I don't know how much love you want when they when he died for you. Yeah. What you looking for? Jesus will pluck a nail off and say, "This for you." You cannot distinguish between God or Satan when you backslide. Mm -hmm. 
You don't know the voices when you backslide. You don't even know his, the voices between the voices when you are going through. Because when you're going through, you don't know if it's God speaking or Satan speaking. But you can challenge that voice. Amen. I told you in 1994 I was scheduled to die. I had six hours to live. And going into the surgery, I can hear the enemy and, and God, but I couldn't distinguish who was who. But I said, God, if this is you, then I'll see you when they finish doing what they're doing to me. When I came out, I knew I spoke to God. You can finalize your state, your position, your condition by who you agree with. So I sided with God. If this is you, I told him, I said, don't let my death be in vain. You called me to a work. It's not completed. We just started. But if this is your will, you have to get glory. Amen. I'm here. Amen. See, a lot of times people chance their own lives. See, if you don't spend time with God in prayer, any voice sound good. You'll put the Bible down and start reading daily bread. It might give you one scripture and then tell you a story. There's a story about a man named, and you read it. Now you're caught up in the story. But you ain't understand the scripture. That's why you have to embrace the word of God. You have to read it. Everything we give you pertains to the word. That's why we tell you to come with a pencil, a paper, and a Bible. Because if you don't come with a pencil and a paper and a Bible, you're going to miss what God is saying. Amen. So when you backslide and fall from grace, you will also be prone to Satan's deceptions, who is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour at any moment. The reason for this is because backsliding causes the presence and protection of the Lord to leave you. You said you'd never leave me, but you left him. You picked up something else and somebody else. You picked up Scooter. Now he's scooting you. you what makes you open to Satan's deception or deceptive schemes. Mm -hmm. You're unprotected when you leave God. Each time you walk off from God, you're walking in the care of Satan and trust me he gonna care for you. Amen. You gonna be doing stuff Sally you ain't never thought you'd do Jane. Mm -mm. Jack you gonna be trying to build a house without nails. You're going to take crazy good. And this explanation, it, this explains why a backslider is deceived in their sinful black backslidden state and sees no wrong in their evil doings, which is why when you try to correct them, they will justify themselves as to why they fell in love with sin. 
See, the church, the first church, the church did it. The church, the people in the church. You know, Mother Instigator, Mother Instigator told me that my shoes were ugly. She told you that? Yep. That, that was enough for you to backslide on? But you'd be surprised how weak somebody is. They appear to be strong before you, but they're weak because they deal with so many unnecessary fights at home. And when they come into the house of God, here you go with your big self. Your little big self. <laughs> you want something done? <laughs> See me. Oh, don't touch that salt shaker. I just was going to put some on my... I put enough seasoning in it. You ain't got to add to what I fix. Wow. Oh, come on. I'm in the church. Yeah. Place with a hurting, depressed, hopeless, frustrated, discouraged, and confused. They found... They in here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. But if you don't go for your healing, you're going to stay just like that. That's right. That's right. And you're going to have an infection, and you're going to touch somebody with the ill touch, and they're going to get sick. Jesus heals y'all Every part of you gets healed Your past get healed Your present get healed Your future is healed You just gotta walk into it You gotta be honest with God I'm tired of talking about Cause you don't talk about it to everybody else but God He heard what you were saying But you weren't talking to him You didn't cry out for care You didn't ask for help you didn't tell him you was infected. You ain't saying it hurts. You told everybody but God. So now with your infection, you are infecting other people because you haven't experienced the healing. Oh, somebody, I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. Hallelujah. Mm. So they will justify themselves as to why they fell into sin. Usually, like I said, the church gets the blame because they have not had a chance to learn of God. They didn't take that chance. Go home and read, y'all. Take your Bible. Find yourself in the presence of God. Get a room. Pray. Seek him. He want to talk to you. Oh, Lord, I got to go to work. Oh, I'm praying. I've been praying while I walk. You, you, it's a difference walking and praying and standing still and praying. When you walk in and pray and you observing everything and everybody else, instead of praying for what you need to pray for, you pray, oh, Lord, let them get out of my way in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, look at that. Oh, hallelujah. And nothing that you and God need to talk about is addressed because you're dealing with everything and everybody else. The sixth thing makes you, un makes you comfortable when you backslide, it makes you comfortable in sin. Where are you at? In sin? Are you going to sin? You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like a Thanksgiving dinner. Proverbs 14 and 12 in King James says, There is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. 
See, I'm young. I, I got to get this thing done, you know, while I'm young. I got to do this. See, I don't want to be, when I get to God, see, you, you do have plans to come back. When I get to God, I'm going to make sure I did everything I was supposed to do. Paul said the things that I did in the world are meaningless. So you want a whole long list of meaningless things that you've done? Doesn't add up. You got to drop stuff off. You got to come to the place of being honest with God. Nobody in this room is yet perfect. But yet we have perfection on the inside, but sometimes we don't line up to it. Oh, I, I, your, your, your thought didn't just go crazy? You got to bring your, the Bible says, bring your mind, uh, your thoughts in captivity. Because sometimes you can see something in effect. Ooh. Yeah. Then you got to say, oh, Lord, forgive me. You're going to battle every day. I'm going to tell you, everything in, on you can be saved, but your mind can't. Go in prayer. I, I challenge me there. Go in prayer. I need the Hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, what's that burning? <laughs> nobody in your house cooking. How about this? Ain't nobody in... Bad language. There isn't anyone in your house but ill. And you can't cook. mother instigator that's what she is she never died and I'm saying these things because we get caught up in so many crazy things and we forget to die you forget to ask God to walk in you speak in me speak to me cause me to seek after you like I'm about to drown like a man that wants air from drowning that's how you have to go after God daily Stay in tune with him because you can turn that channel. You turn the channel, now you're somewhere else. My God understands my heart. That's my song, baby. When I was out, when you were out in the world, you still got to let it be the world's. Mm -hmm. 
Y'all keep dragging stuff from the world in and talking about it's all right. But when you stand before God, because you ain't going to do no work being dirty. <laughs> you going to do some work, but it's going to be some dirty work. <laughs> and you going to tell Jesus, I rebuke the devil in your name. <laughs> yes, I did. I rebooted him. That's what you did. You rebooted him. Because <laughs> after you finished thinking you rebuking, you going back into sin. You doing something. Oh, I ain't never did this before. Hey. <laughs> because we find ourselves content in sin and we find ourselves rejecting holiness because without it, no man can see God. So true. And you can't put holiness in your pocket. Because you got a hole in it. God is after you. But you keep running off. Like that dog. Wow thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, 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 so backsliding can make you become comfortable in sin. Which will make you think that sin is not that bad after all. In this manner, it is, it is making you compromise your Christian standards. So Go get on that table with my corona. Go tell somebody they need Jesus. <laughs> Break them down. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Strong drink. Should not be drunken. Mm -hmm. So the reason why many believers are backs or are backslidden believers are comfortable with drinking. Oh, I just said that. Drinking beer, smoking, and clubbing is because they told themselves they could stop whenever they wanted come to. On, come on, it ain't no fine. I, I'm about to put it down. You put it down for Sunday and pick it up on Monday. Mm -hmm. How about you don't pick it up Monday? You pick it up Sunday night. You lead a charge. You don't think God sees you. Mm, he don't sees me. Uh -huh. Ain't nobody here from the church. You go to church today? Yeah, I did. Good to see you, girl. All right. What you got? What you packing? Oh, God. Uh, that stuff over there that makes you feel funny. Oh, man, I need to feel funny right now. I'm saying this because folk think that you come to church just to be amused. But you're coming to get yourself together because there's somebody behind you that needs to be pulled. Somebody in front of you that needs to be pushed. And someone's on the sides of you that need to be drawn in. And they cannot come in if you're out there. Amen. We got to take responsibility for our actions. I say this all the time. What you do daily, you will do in an emergency. Amen. Amen. I just had to cross them out. You go, yeah, you know, I'll cross out anybody. I feel <laughs> You do? Yeah. Get mad on my mama cross. God ain't delivered my tongue. <laughs> no. Because they made me so mad, I forgot I was a Christian. <laughs> I did not know you needed a light to flash to remind you that you were a question. 
Now, I was, I was a Christian earlier. You should have saw me. I was in church. Hallelujah. Thank God, Jesus. Yes, I was a bona fide Christian earlier. But now, Jesus, hold my religion for me. I'm coming back for it. I'm not lying. You in the church. That's because you have not come to know him. You didn't die to your old way. Anytime you start bowling up and you put your hands up, you ought to raise them to praise them. This battle is not won by flesh and blood. We overcome this spiritual fight by spiritual encounters with God. By laying ourselves down and allowing God to wrestle, rule, and abide in us. God doesn't take vacations. You see, uh, I want you to hold this fort down. Because I'm going over to that house. And uh, you just do what I told you. And you know you're going to die? God does not play Russian roulette with your life with a fully loaded gun. It's you who disregard what God tells you. So once they start, he knew it would be difficult for them to stop. Talk about Satan. Once you start getting into that, we used to tell one child, I ain't going to call their name specifically. Do not do this because this will happen. <laughs> and they did not do what you said because they didn't believe it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> well, we got those folks in the church today. You tell them that God said and show them in the word not to. They say, you know what? He was talking to them back in that day. The same language Jesus spoke yesterday, today, and it is forevermore. Mm -hmm. But you got to test the water. Some folks just got to think from Missouri. Show me. <laughs> You're born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but your spirit is from Missouri. <laughs> ah, <fooey>. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is God saying? You gotta humble yourself. You can't be subject to God until you humble yourself. It's so true. You gotta humble yourself. You gotta go for a change. Nobody likes to change. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. You have to change from having clothes on to go into the shower to get washed, come out, change again. Put something around you. Put something on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to Well, you can't be butt naked. <laughs> but folk don't mind being dirty. They come in and take the clothes. I'm just, I just was sweating a little bit. <laughs> no shower? I, I get one later. Later is four days. Now you're offending folk. Yep. This is what I'm talking about spiritually. Mm, mm, mm. You are so unclean that you are offending folk. Mm. You smell, you stink spiritually. Mm, mm, mm. We think, I'm talking about, no, spiritually you funky. Mm, mm, mm. You carry an unpleasant odor. You can't even present yourself.
yourself in the presence of God because you're defiled. Romans 2, 5 and 6 NLT. I'm almost closing. But because you are stubborn, NLT, Romans 2, verses 5, 6, 5 and 6. But you but because you are stubborn, you hear that? You 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 stubborn. And refuse to turn from your sin. Oh, I got one, I got one, I got one, I got one. Everybody says. <laughs> yeah. So we all going to hell. <laughs> you refuse to turn from your sin. You are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. See, the problem is. You keep including everybody in your wrongdoing. But when you get to hell, you're going to be burning by yourself. Oh, you're going to say, oh, you ain't going to say baby. I'm saying this because this does not stop. You don't know when he's going to call you. Are you ready? See, when what we fail to realize, we can harvest hurt. And that pain will eventually do damage to you. You will pick up things trying to find a solution to heal your hurt when the solution is in God. But because God allowed it, you're angry with him. Why did this have to happen? I'm mad at God. But God said it is appointed unto man to once live and then to die. Are you ready? For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. So what you don't know will hurt you. The problem is, how many of you have ever read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation? Most believers have never read the Bible in its entirety. And the reason why they don't read it is because they're not interested in their route. GPS is good. But what happens if your phone dies? Well, your GPS system isn't walking in your car. You got to know where you're going. The problem is, y'all getting on, y'all got on the bus. Everybody get on the bus. He's on the bus. But you know where, what's the problem? You don't know where you're going. You just got on the bus. Every last person has a purpose. And until you bump into your purpose, you're just going to be totally, totally dumb. You're going to go nowhere fast. Everything's going to be exciting. Yeah, we're right. Woo, come on. Hey. Yes, yes. Well, what are you doing here? I don't know. I just went to cry. It feel good. What's your purpose? To 
Did you bump into your reason why you're here on planet Earth? God knows why you're here. Oh, Pastor, can you tell me why? No, he can't tell you. You got to seek God and find out why you're here. That's why most believers are miserable because they don't know what they're doing here. And you're tired of being with them because they, they crazy. Because the moment you start seeking God for yourself, you're going to find out the stuff you involved yourself in. You know, mm -mm. They, they really going to hell. And I really don't want to be a partaker of that. So, 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 so he says, for a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. What are you doing? What are you doing to get God's approval? How many people you're telling about Jesus? How many people see your life? How many know what you've gone through and say, wow, I'm encouraged by you. Keep going to church and doing what God say do. And I'm not talking about repenting and get back up, repenting and get back up. You ought to be doing something different in your life before you got, after you got saved. You ought to have a, there's a there ought to be burden of souls laid upon you that you find yourself uncomfortable sitting doing nothing. I just told God, I said, this life got to be more than this. It has to be bigger than this. There's a better purpose than this. Amen. Don't give up. Y'all walk out and do, go up, Mary, here we go around the mulberry bush, the mulberry bush, the mulberry. Stop going around the mulberry bush. At least climb up Jacob's ladder. <laughs> I know he didn't climb up the ladder. But God was at the top of that ladder. He was speaking to him. Not just speaking to him, but speaking in his life as to what he was going to do with him. What has God told you? What's your story? What's your purpose? What's your promise? I just want to be blessed. That's it. See, the key to being blessed, the Bible says that you're going to be a blessing to others. If you're not blessing other people with the knowledge, the wisdom, the joy you have, then you're not blessing. You're just an incident waiting to happen. Oh my God. And this will be because your heart has become callous. It became callous by sin such that you no longer feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit when you sin and that's why. Hebrews 3.13 King James. But exhort one another daily. And you see people falling and being weak and can't make it. Your job is to encourage them. Come on, oh, well, you know, I knew it was a matter of time. They was high up on their horse. Look at them now. No. Because that very well can be you. But I ain't into calling this one and that one. You know, they said something that hurt my feelings. How many things you said to hurt somebody? Feel? Well, I said I was sorry, and they never came back. Look, you want to let that come between you and a soul dying? They get on my, look at them, watch, they think they saw nothing, nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Mary had a little man, watch, that girl. Mary, they said, Jacob too. Now you know they wrong. Help them. They don't need help. <laughs> They just need to be get out, get out the clock, get out. This is their only 
way of living and you're willing to sacrifice that because they're not doing what you say do? The Bible says the prayer of the righteous avail of much. When are we going to start praying? When are we going to start seeking God for somebody else's deliverance? Because I find this out. When you seek God for other people, the things you are in need of, he blesses you with that. So, but exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through your the deceitfulness of sin. So involved with you. It's all about you. If I find out some people, if they're not getting anything out the deal, they don't want nothing to do with it. Amen. You're like, what? Why well, gotta be about you? Cause you know, I ain't never have a chance growing up. Skip this chance again. Uh, sin has a way in which it hardens the heart towards God and his precepts. What he told you to do. Seventh is the loss of salvation. Hosea 4.16 NIV. Seven is loss of salvation. The Israelites are stubborn. <laughs> Hosea 4.16 The Israelites are stubborn mm -hmm. like a stubborn heifer. Mm. Mm. How then can the Lord pasture them like lambs in a meadow? How can the Lord talk to you? How can he correct you? How can he help you? He's telling you what to do and you say, oh, Oh, God, that was for the preacher. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I ain't praying for no, I pray for myself, Pastor. Right now, it's about me. You know, I, I, I pray, but I ain't praying for nobody else but me. Because, see, it's me that's standing in the need of prayer. Okay. Ain't nobody else. Y'all got that thing going. Don't keep on seeking God like you do. And they wrong. And you know they're wrong. They're in need of help and you refuse to help them. But, 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 but you ain't praying for nobody but you. Selfish. It's about me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, Lord. Standing in the need of not my mother, not my father, not my sister, not my brother, not my cousin, not my man, not my Long list of nobody else need prayer but you. Amen. So one of the greatest dangers of backsliding is that you might lose your salvation and end up in hell fire. If you don't repent of your backsliding and return to the Lord Jesus Christ, you must remember that salvation is the only thing that brings eternal life upon a repentant sinner and later makes one enter heaven when all is said and done. Don't you want to go home? Well, it ain't going to be your home. Don't you want to go on your excursion? Be with God for seven years in his place? See how he was living? How he's living? Yeah, I'll catch God on the second go-round. It's called tribulation. <laughs> it's called the tribulation saints. You're going to stand before God. You're going to be before him, but you don't have no head. <laughs> you ain't going to see him because your head, you might have your hand, head in your hand. Because <laughs> everything going to stand before God. Can't leave that head there. <laughs> Some crazy thoughts. Why wait till then? Do it now. It's like, listen, do you know why it's going to be hard? Because the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out of the so earth. True. So true. 
You know how when you get you feel a little low and the spirit of God fall on you, just say you say thank you. Well, you you won't be comforted down here. Ain't no patting on the back and no Holy Spirit. You got to keep running. And guess what? It said you the mountains gonna fall on you, but you ain't gonna die. You got to live out these seven years. That's crazy. You can't die. It's in Revelation. Y'all got to read that Bible. See, you got to read the Bible. You ain't going nowhere. You can't escape this, this life. So why not surrender now everything? It's work. It's work. Just when you thought you surrendered something, you be like, dang, God, yeah, look. Oh, no, I don't want this. Because you, you shouldn't want anything that separates you from God. If anything separates you from God, you should leave it alone. But it's work. Amen. It's work. That's why we can't judge one another according as to how they come in, when they come in, and how they get it together, when they got it together, as long as they get it together. Amen. So you must remember that salvation is the only thing that brings eternal life upon a repentant sinner. And later makes one enter heaven when all said and done. Second Timothy 2, 11 and 12. It says, King James, it is a faithful saying. For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, if we suffer, if that, that, that's the thing that happened. Yes. You couldn't put your hand on it. Remember, I told you you didn't know what it was. But it happened. It's called suffering. Somebody will tell you if you're suffering, you curse. They'll tell you that if you you're suffering, you did something wrong. But suffering is the only way to get in. David said something. He said, "A broken heart and a a a, a contrite heart." You will in no wise despise. It's not until you realize you need help being put together. And I'm not saying sit on the side and try to crazy glue stuff together. Now they got a good glue. It's called Gorilla Glue. <laughs> I'm scared of that glue. I had experience with that. But, but, but nonetheless, it, it do hold. <laughs> It'll hold you too. <laughs> But you don't want to piece you together. <laughs> because when you, I found this out, you can piece it, but you're missing a piece. Yeah. And that's the main piece that holds everything together and you can't find it. Because that's the piece you threw away. That's the piece you disregarded. That's the piece you said it doesn't matter. Oh, it don't count right now. It does. Everything matters to God. Whatever you're going through, it matters. Even if God caused it, it matters. It was never done to destroy you. But it was for, it was done to detach you from the thing that you're holding on to and you thought it was life. Everything around you is dying. Are you ready to die? How you live? You only live when you die. Amen. And you got to die in Christ. 
You got to die to your deeds. The Bible said crucify your deeds. Mortify the deeds of your body. The things you love doing and you don't, it ain't hurt nobody but you. Well, I ain't bothering nobody. How about you bothering yourself? You don't want to be in a place where you hurt yourself and leave yourself out. You used to being excluded. Why not be included? So it is a faithful saying, for if you be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, I like that. If we suffer, suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If you deny him the right to allow you to suffer, to go through, when you get to before him as father in heaven, he's going to deny you access into the kingdom. Because when he wanted to strip you, I said this early in Sunday school. I said, uh, the thing is, is that uh, when God is showing you you in the valley and you don't let that thing die or you deal with it, confront it, and let God heal you over or strip you of it, when you get to the mountain, because you will get there, I promise you, you will slide back down to where you haven't been delivered. So when God brings that thing up to you and it's wrong, and I'm not, you know, I, you know, I ain't nobody perfect. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself. Get to the place that you surrender that thing to God and allow him to work with you working to get rid of it. The problem is you don't want to put in the work. You don't mind people talking about you because you talk about them. I don't like them either. But the thing is, God said, I want you to shut your mouth while they're talking about you. Mm -hmm. I want you to let them ridicule you, blabber your name, make you look like you're not who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do that. Hmm. And nobody gonna talk about me. See, you ain't out of that. So now you got a part in darkness. You holding on to darkness. And God trying to show you you're not you're not of darkness any longer. You're of the light. I'm changing you. I'm transforming you. I'm bringing you into a kingdom with experience of love, forgiveness, laughter, joy, peace, and patience. But you don't want that. Because you don't know me. I'm butcher night toting Spanish. I'll cut you. Call me razor blade salad. Because I make salads. <laughs> And what I'm saying is that because you haven't died to your past, you want to bring it into your future with God. It got to die. Old things are passed away. It means it's dead. Behold, all things have become new. You got to walk like a baby. He said, except you come as a child, you cannot enter. It's got to be new. You've never seen it. you never heard it. The problem is you heard church live in folk that still was living in the world and now you adapted and adopted to that and now that's a part of your life and you call it kingdom living. So this warns every believer that if they deny the Lord Jesus Christ in their backsliding or turning away from him, he will also deny them when he returns, which is why you must not backslide. When you decide to follow Christ, you must stay the course if you do not want to be denied as well. Mm -hmm. 
a danger of hellfire. Revelation 21 and 8. But the fearful, anybody in here afraid? I'm talking about afraid of going forward. And God, you have some things that happen in your life, but you can't pick up with God because you're afraid of what took place in your life. You think it's going to happen to you. Unbelieving. Anybody stop believing the word of God? To believe actually means to act according to. Are you, have you stopped acting according to what you believe? And the abominable and murderers and whoremongers. I didn't write this. Can y'all please go to Revelation 21 and 8, King James? Amen. I didn't write this. I just copied it. But the fearful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Abominable. Things that God said is a disgrace. Mm -hmm. Things that God will never approve of. Things that you think is okay because you got weak and somebody taught you to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was done to you so, and it didn't feel bad after all. And the abominable and murderers, so you can kill somebody with your tongue. If somebody backslidden and it's because of you, you are, in, as, you are titled as a murderer. And whoremongers and sorcerers. Y'all, y'all reading the, uh, your stars. You gotta read your your uh, the horoscope in the morning. I tell you who where Joey coming from. He either coming from the left field or the right field. Or Suzanne gonna come up with a big piece of cake, and you gonna eat that too, and you gonna tell her a thing or two because she done ate the cake. And about somebody about to bring you some money because you gonna hit that number. You gonna replay that number. You gonna put that number that number out there real big, billion dollars. I'm gonna put that number in. You ain't gonna tell nobody it was you because you ain't coming. Up because you don't want nobody to know you playing the numbers and you hit. <laughs> hit that numbers. Uh huh. <laughs> Idolaters and all some liars. Oh, liars. Yeah, I ain't lying. I'm just switching the story. You know? That's a lie. That's what y'all call it, but it's not a lie. Because he did jump out the window, start flying. I saw him with my own eyes. Liar. Uh, and shall have their part in where? In the lake. Which what? With burning with fire and brimstone. Which is what? Which is For second death. You better die in this life and stay dead. Amen. Be resurrecting with some fire stones and brimstones and sitting there backsliding, thinking you having a good time and you doing your thing. But you gotta pay for everything you do. Amen. I have a motto: pay now, you get to play later. Play now, you pay later. In other words, you're going to disregard everything God says to be serious about. And they're going to be all right. Come on, y'all, all right. Everything's going to be all right. They're going to hell. They're going to be all right, God. So if you're backslide, so if you backslide or allow compromise in your Christian life, you will also be in danger of going to hellfire if you die in your sinful backslidden condition. There are countless examples of those who died in their sinful black backslidden state and went to hellfire both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. One such example is Saul in the Old Testament who ended up killing himself due to disobeying the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
You'll find that in 1 Samuel, the 31st chapter. And the New Testament, we see that Judas Iscariot, who was with the Lord Jesus Christ all the time, also committed suicide instead of repenting when he betrayed Christ. You as well might end up in the hellfire if you don't repent of your backsliding ways. Number nine, coming in, coming in, makes you abuse God's grace. When you're in the state of backsliding, you abuse God's grace. Romans 6, 1 and 2 said, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning? And I be sorry. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Just a little more grace, God. A little more grace. Just close your eyes. Wink at this, God. By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Read your Bible. Another great danger of backsliding is that backsliding can make you abuse God's grace. It gives you a gives a bad report about the grace of God to unbelievers. Ain't you supposed to be a church? Yeah, God forgive me. He, he knows my heart. You know, I, I, I don't mean no harm. Don't, don't follow me. Follow God. Well, who else are they going to follow? So this gives a bad report to the, about the grace of God to unbelievers who haven't yet embraced the believer's faith. Say, child, for real, I'm struggling like everybody else. <laughs> You're not struggling. You just refuse to. He said you are stubborn like a heifer. I had to say that. It was cute. But it's real. You're stubborn like a heifer. Come on, baby. Come on, and you have it laid out for, I don't care how much food you put before a donkey, if they won't eat, don't want to eat, you can't make them eat. <laughs> you know, come on, eat, we got to go. That's the way God is saying to you. Read your word, pray, fast, seek me. Come on in. This results in making them think that God's grace is cheap and carefree when it was never cheap or carefree for our Lord Jesus Christ who paid it with his precious blood. So you see, some people try to use God's grace as an excuse for their sin, saying, God knows I'm not perfect and a sinner when in fact God tells us in 1 Peter 1.16, King James, for it is written, be holy because I am holy. That we must be holy just as he's holy because God has not called us unto uncleanness. Last but not least, backsliding will ultimately disqualify you from entering to heaven when all is said and done if you die in your sinful backslidden state. Number 10. It disqualifies you from heaven. When you go back sinning, it disqualifies you. I, 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 Ezekiel 18, 
Verse 24, I took it from King James. Ezekiel 18, verse 2-4, 24. But when the righteous, listen to this. When the righteous turn away from his righteousness mm -hmm. and committeth iniquity and doeth according to all the abominations that the wicked man doeth, shall he live? Mm -hmm. All his righteousness that he hath done shall not be mentioned. Mm -hmm. In his trespass that he hath trespassed. And in his sin that he hath sinned, and in them shall he live. Yeah. Oh, y'all not. So in them shall he die. Thank you. There's no escape after death. After you die, you can't go to purgatory and pray it out. Let's pray for Brother Sam to enter in. He's in purgatory. Everyone, one, two, three, pray. Enter, let him in the kingdom. No, he had to prepare to get there. So blessed are the pure, Matthew 5 and 8, King James said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Only those with a pure heart will finally enter heaven and see God, which will be wonderful indeed. But if you are a backslider who died in your sinful backslidden state, you will be forever banished from heaven and hellfire, a place for devils and wicked people, will be your home. Which will be the greatest tragedy indeed that will ever happen to you for all eternity. Today I pray that the description of backsliding and what you will inherit will give you a reason to return to the Lord. Or if you haven't backslidden and thinking about it, it'll give you a reason to hold on to God. Just turn to the Lord in repentance simply because you don't want to spend eternity without being in the presence of God. And in my conclusion, 1 John 1 and 9, King James, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So today... If you're in that state of backsliding, this is your hour of repentance. You got to go full force in God. Oh, yeah. You can't half step. You can't be indecisive or I don't believe that's going to happen. They said it. The Bible says the fearful and the unbelieving going to be in hell. You don't want to be a part of that. You don't want to disregard what God told you to do. So you can do what you want to do. There's no benefit in your doing. The only benefit you get is by surrendering your will to God's will. Oh, don't you think the enemy not going to set it up for you to continue to stay where you are? Because you know what? At the end, he going to burn too. So I'm saying to you today, this is your hour, your moment to get it right. Just surrender your hand. You lift your hands and surrender to God everything. Things you know you fighting with with God. God told you to let it go and you still holding on to it. Just give it over to the Lord. Oh, yeah. Lord, I don't want to be a part of darkness no more. 
I want to walk in the light. I want to live in you. I want to live so that you can have me all of your life. All of my life. All of your days of living. I don't want to die and go to hell. All that I come to know about you, I don't want it to be pushed to the side. So now I'm learning that I'm surrendering today. God, whatever your will is for my life, yes. I say yes. Yes, yes. So repentance, you're going to go through and suffer because of the sake of the word. Mark 4, 17 talks about it. He says some fell on the side of the thorns, among thorns and died. For the sake of the word. Word gonna find you out. And when it finds you surrender. Don't fight the word. Oh God you ain't talking to me. No let them talk to you. Because you are valuable. You mean so much more to God. Than you can ever imagine. It doesn't matter what people say. Think or feel about you. You are especially. A wonderfully fearfully made. And God delights in you. Hallelujah. He's giving you another chance, another day, another hour to get it right with him. So die. <laughs> you want to do something? You want to learn how to live? You got to die to the deeds of the flesh. You got to let go of you. You got to be humiliated. Before honor is humiliation. You want folk to honor you, but you haven't been humiliated. You, didn't, you aren't willing to lose anything in God. You want God to remember you as you are, but he wants to strip you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me say something to you. It's never a stopping of God stripping you. When you surrender to God, things going to happen in your life. Right. But you got to learn how we sing every Sunday. Learn how to lean. You got to learn how to depend on God. You ought to lift your hands and tell God to search you. God, look at me. I don't want to go to hell. Don't make an excuse why you can be stuck. Don't make it seem like somebody picking on you. Look, God picked you out because he loves you. Hallelujah. You have no idea what you mean to God. You think when he died on the cross, it was collective? No, it's for an individual called you. He loves you. Loves you more than you can ever imagine. Loves you more than you will ever come to really know. That's why you got to let go of the dark world. Come on in the light. He transferred you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. It's time to live, y'all. It's time to live in God. You ought to praise God. God, I surrendered everything that's not like you unto you. That you would heal me. <laughs> that you would deliver me. That you would set me free. Cleanse my heart, cleanse my mind, sanctify me, set me apart for your use, Lord. Oh, yeah. Don't allow me to live unless I die completely in yeah. you. God, get the glory out of my life. I want you to get the glory that others may see that you're real, that they can hold on to your unchanging hand, regardless of what change in front of their lives today, God. That they come to know you in a real God, whatever you desire to do, God, it is your will and not my will that must be done. Yokes got to be broken today, God. Break the yokes today, God. The yoke of stubbornness, the yoke of rebellion in the name of Jesus. Give them ears.
minister here today, God. Give them a heart to receive, a mind to obtain. In the name of Jesus, a broken and a contrite heart. Father, you said you would not despise. We come before you broken today, God. We hold nothing back in the name of Jesus. Here I am, God, with an outstretched hand. Search me, God. I lift my hands up in total surrenders that your will will be wrought, God. In the name of Jesus. God, don't let our dying be in vain. Don't let the life that you called us to to be a life of vanity. Hallelujah, God. We surrender today, God. That you may get your work completed in us. Because you're about to draw in a multitude. But it's through our denying of ourselves. So that we can be true followers of you. Now pour out today like never before. And we thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for healing. Thank you for cleansing. Thank you for drawing. Thank you for purging. Thank you for sanctifying setting us apart from the world. We bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen.